0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hope everyone is doing pretty well this morning. Today is the 8th of March 2021. And um, hopefully everyone had a good weekend. I can say that I did. Um, (laughs) Last week was some days was a little bit weird in the morning, but um, I got through that. Um, There were some things that happened on Friday. Um, but I got through that as well. And Saturday was a really, really good day for my family and I Sunday, another great day. And this morning back to, um, work for myself and Torian back to virtual school for us. And now this morning, I wanted to come to you to talk to you about, um, feelings that you and I sometimes feel and, and, um, basically what that does and how we react and how we feel the name of this podcast is empathy and sympathy when we look at the word empathy basically that means that we are putting ourselves in a position where we feel bad for someone we're putting ourselves in that person's shoes so for example if I feel as though I am empathetic about someone's situation and There's a part of me emotionally that I really want to take that pain that they're feeling. I want to take that away. I want to try to heal that person the best way that I can. Now, that healing process only comes from God. But when a person is very empathetic, they're basically experiencing someone else's feelings It's, it requires an emotional component, component, excuse me, of really feeling what that other person is going through. So for example, if you have someone like a coworker that, um, let's say for example, they just lost their home, their home was foreclosed or their home was burned down or whatever the case may be. They no longer live there. You become very empathetic. You become that person that wants to help. You become that person that really wants to fix that situation, which is a good thing. It's called emotional empathy. Their empathy is broken down into three different parts, cognitive, emotional, and compassionate. This morning, I want to go in depth about the emotional empathy that some of us feel for others. I myself would consider a person, consider myself a person that usually feels very empathetic about someone's situation. I feel like, wow, that's really messed up. I'm sorry that that happened. How can I help? With all of that being said, when you and I say that we want to help, what can we do really to fix that person's situation? Many of us can, you know, I guess, give an encouraging word. Many of us can You know, be there for that person, show some type of compassion to what's that person, physical compassion, maybe give that person a hug or, you know, if they're emotional, grab a tissue and get their, get a tissue for them and, and try to comfort that person. And comforting that person, what happens is that we that show that emotional empathy, we begin to take that on. Whatever they're feeling, it is now transferred to us. In the next couple of semesters, I'll have the opportunity to take an exam to be a licensed social worker. And I'm sure I'll be able to, I'm sure I will be put in a position where I'll be able to hear a lot of people's stories of of what have transpired in their life, whether they're dealing with grief or recent divorce or breakup or something from their childhood. And I have to be really careful that there really isn't an emotional attachment to what that person is feeling. Certainly my job would be to listen and to provide resources to help that individual and to aid them in their assistance to have a better quality of life. Many of us, myself included, as I reflect this morning on not really my life of how I've helped people, because I'm sure I have, and people have helped me certainly along the way, but that emotional empathy, if we're not careful, it's going to get us in trouble, And you may say, well, what do you mean? Well, here's what I mean. Someone comes to me and I want to help them. There are very few people that are left like me on earth. I can tell someone my problems from now until next week and they may listen, but very seldom are they really willing to help. And they're not willing to help. Because that emotional empathy is not within them. If I were to do a res- research or maybe um, do a ratio of the amount of people that are expressing, expressing excuse me, emotional empathy with others, I'm pretty sure it's going to be slim to none. I would say that there are many pastors and nurses and doctors that are emotional or express emotional empathy about someone's situation. Nurses, um, my mom, again, was a nurse, so I'm sure she expressed that. But in all of her professionalism, I can honestly say that my mom, I've never heard any of her nursing stories, ever. She never shared those with me ever growing up. It may mean that she left it at the door at community medical center or wherever she was working and she played a different role when she came into the home to be a parent. Sometimes many of us struggle with leaving the emotional empathy at the door I think that's something that I struggle with. And many a times I have asked myself, why should I even care if someone is going through something? Is it my personal problem? The answer is no. Can I help fix it, maybe? But a lot of times, even in social work, um, I took a class and it talked about the burnout of social workers and how they themselves begin to get emotionally burnt out by others, their problems, and whatever is going on in their life. Many a times, people like you and I, if if you express that emotional empathy with others, you may begin to get burnt out. Because what happens is that if I call someone and tell someone my problems, most likely they're wanting to probably fix it if they pick up the phone. Again, sometimes there are people that they're never, ever going to feel sorry for your situation. They're never going to be empathetic. And I say that because i felt that. When my mom passed away, uh, in fact, today is eight months that my mom's been gone. Today is the eighth of March. There were some people that never even said that they're sorry. It's it's mind boggling. Now I'm not saying sorry and grab a tissue and they're crying. I'm saying that, you know, giving your sincere condolences is a kind gesture, and some people don't even do that. It's very sad. Now we, we can think like, well, that's really messed up and maybe it really is messed up because in reality, we can truly say that is not showing empathy. And I think a lack of empathy is maybe empathy wasn't showed to that person when they had stuff going on or maybe that person really don't care. There are people in our lives that even if we tell them our situation, they are not Very few and far between are they going to take the time out to listen. Very few and far between. If they can't do anything else, they may not even listen. There's nothing that you can do about it. You can just write your feelings on paper or some people show their or express their feelings on Facebook using that as a platform. Instagram is pretty much just pictures, so I guess someone can show or express their feelings on on Instagram. Overall, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you that in your emotional side of empathy, if you're that type of person, you really have to be careful Because there are people that would play on that. There are people that you would express your, your deepest deepest feelings to... And they're going to just play on that. They, they think it's a sign of weakness. Really, in reality... I think when people talk about their problems not necessarily is it a time of a sign of weakness it's just a it's how they're expressing how they feel last week i got a chance to talk to one of my dear friends about something that transpired on friday i called her up on friday i called her up on thursday and we talked about uh, what i was feeling She gave me her opinion, I gave her mine, I expressed how I was feeling, and that's what we did, and I'm pretty sure however I was feeling stays within the conversations that we had. Now, there isn't anything that that person can drastically do to change what already happened, but at least they can listen, and that's what they did. The compassionate empathy is when you hear someone, but you really don't act on helping. You're still sorry about what they went through, but you, you move in a different light. This morning, I'm not sure if you're a person that can show that shows or expresses emotional empathy. I, I don't know. I don't know all of the listeners. I Some of them I do know personally, and some of them I'll probably never meet because they may be in a different state or if they pass the podcast on to someone else, I may never know them personally. But that's really up to you. Sometimes it could be dangerous to show too much emotional empathy because it becomes draining. This morning, I also talked to you about sympathy. On the other hand, it means understanding someone else's suffering. And it's more cognitive in nature. And when you are feeling sympathy, you still keep your distance. So that means that if someone were to tell me that their child is sick, I, I'm going to say I'm sorry to hear that. I hope they feel better. But I don't really show an emotional empathy. I don't really show, uh, I'm not gonna check up on that person very seldom. I mean, I may not because I'm busy with my own life. If I were to look at myself in comparison to Torian, I can truly say that my husband is not emotional or expresses deep emotional empathy for anyone else except Zanal and myself. Very, very rare will he go out of his way to get involved in someone else's problems. And it's not a bad thing. It's just how he is. Many of people are like that. Many of the entrepreneurs, um, if I were to look at LeBron James, which is one of my favorite basketball players in the world, I'm sure he's empathetic about certain things, maybe with his family, but I'm sure he expresses sympathy, but not really emotional empathy. Again, I don't know him personally, so I can't speculate or assume, but most people are just sympathetic about what people go through. They're not really going to take the time out, and neither, even if they have the time or they do not, they are not going to take the time out to listen. They are just not going to. Doesn't really mean that they're mean. They're just using their time to do something for themselves, to do something for their for their um, improvement of their situation. Like Torian mentioned to me, he doesn't really have time to get involved in anyone else's life. He's concerned with the things that concern Zanel and myself. I, on the other hand, I get so sometimes embedded with other people's issues. I've done that, I think, all my life. And I've asked God over and over again to help me in that area. Because what happens is that when you and I get so involved, many a times it's draining. Many a times we really can't even help that person to the capacity that they would want us to help. Certainly, we can give an encouraging word, and that's really nice, and that's good. We can give an encouraging prayer, and that's wonderful. Prayer still changes things. Many a times, we can offer that person maybe a meal or a cup of tea or, you know, drink at Starbucks. But in most situations, that person has to really fix their own situation, God has to still be at the front of their situation. And if God is not at the front of their situation, I can tell you one thing. You will find your own self becoming so burnt out by what that person is going through. It will be challenging for you yourself to accomplish your own personal goals. Because you will have gotten so embedded in their stuff. And I can tell you one thing, very seldom people will get embedded with your stuff. They don't have the time. They don't want to take the time. They don't feel like it. They're busy. It's the number one thing. Everyone is busy. One of my pet peeves is that Um, that I have with New Yorkers and I have family that are there from that live there is that they're always busy. I don't understand it. I'm busy as well. I, I mean, again, I work from home, so I have more free time than most people. And, and, um, that's a blessing. But as I look at myself, like in all the places that I've lived and the people that I've kind of like thought about, they are the busiest, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if that's just what they say. I I don't know. This morning I ask you to, you know, still express sympathy and empathy with others. But put a, a limit on it. Because what would happen is that you will find yourself being drained. And when you become drained, it's not good because you can't do the things that you want to do for your family. This week is a really good week for the Clark family. It's going to be another monumental week for us for so many different reasons. We're so grateful. We're so excited about what's happening this week. I can truly say that if anyone that's listening or have listened, and if you're going through something in your life, I am very empathetic about what you're going through. That is the truth. And that's one of the reasons that I've decided to be a social worker. Most social workers are are individuals that really want to help. more in touch with the human side, the psychology side, uh, the resources of helping. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I thank you for listening. I thank you for all the listeners all over the country. I thank you for your encouraging words. I thank you for your positive feedback. And I thank you for your feedback in general. I hope this week is going to be a great week for you. I hope this this day will be a great day. It's the second Monday of, of March. And I hope that something great happens for you and your family this week. God bless you and have a good day.